This is Healthos, a conversational podcast that focuses on issues that affect your health. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. Today, an update on the COVID-19 virus. Dr. Lydia Watson is Senior Vice President and Chief Medical Officer at MidMichigan Health. Healthos asked Dr. Watson, what do we know about COVID-19? Well, COVID-19 is a respiratory disease that's caused by a new coronavirus. So coronavirus is actually a very common virus behind the common cold, but this is a new one that just showed up on everybody's radar in December. And the first place that it was detected, we all probably know now, was in Wuhan, China. That was in December of 2019. And from there, it did make its first appearance in the United States in January when we had a case of it in the state of Washington. So you may hear some people referring to it as a novel coronavirus, and that's because it's brand new. It's never been seen before. And the 19 moniker, that refers to the year it was discovered, am I correct? That's exactly right. So the COVID stands for coronavirus disease. 19 is the year that it showed up. What's the latest on what we're learning about how it is spread? Well, the primary mode of spread is still person-to-person through respiratory droplet formation. And so what happens is is that if there is an infected individual, when they cough or sneeze, the respiratory droplets come out of their mouth or nose and end up in the air. And if they come in contact with someone else within about a six feet radius, that person can inhale the virus in those respiratory droplets into their lungs. The rest of those droplets eventually fall to the ground and land on surfaces and objects. And what happens there is that if we touch those surfaces and the virus can live in those droplets on surfaces anywhere from 24 hours up to nine days, Mm -hmm. if we touch those droplets and then touch our mouth, our nose, or our eyes, we can actually transmit the virus to ourselves. And I know a lot of people are concerned about the second half of that as they are the first half of that, but it's important to keep in mind that that six-foot radius is really the most important thing to be concerned with. Am I correct in that? That's exactly right. And we may talk about that a couple of times during this podcast about how important social distancing is. And it's because if you're outside of that six-foot radius, you are much less likely to come in contact with the virus. At MidMichigan, what are the folks there doing if the number of cases continue to rise? Well, currently, we really don't have any capacity or equipment issues, but we do know that as the number of cases rise, that we've got to be prepared for an influx of patients who might need to be tested as well as treated. And so we have an incident command team that is meeting on a daily basis, and we're monitoring How many positives do we have in the community? Who's been showing up in our emergency departments and being admitted to our hospital? And we are working on surge plans right now so that as the volume increases, we know how to ramp up and be ready to take care of a larger number of patients. And that's important to note too, you guys are looking at the long-term picture and the what-if scenarios. And because of that, are you putting a hold on elective surgeries and procedures? And what does that mean for me if I need a procedure? Oh, that's a really great question. So yes, we have stopped performing elective surgeries and procedures. And really uh, that is to decrease exposure to our 
current patients in the hospitals, as well as our staff taking care of patients. But even more importantly, again, because we are expecting a larger influx and a larger number of patients that will be sick and needing our care, we need to practice conservation of supplies. So by stopping elective surgeries and procedures, that helps us to do both. But we take a look at what each patient needs. And so if there would be harm in not performing a surgery or a procedure on you, that would no longer be considered elective and we would still perform those procedures. So for instance, if you had an urgent need like appendicitis or an emergency gallbladder removal, we're still going to do those procedures. Right. If you have a diagnosis of cancer and it would be harmful to delay treating that cancer or doing surgery on that cancer, again, we would proceed with that type of a procedure or surgery. And how are people being informed about the status of their elective procedure? They're either being notified by the hospital or by their individual personal physicians, surgeons, whoever it is that is caring for them. And from elective surgeries, we go on to lab and imaging services. What's the status of that? And maybe you can discuss elective lab work and emergency lab work. Sure. And exactly the same thought went behind making the decision to ask our patients to postpone all elective testing. And so that includes things like diagnostic imaging, x-rays being one of the more common, non-invasive cardiovascular testing, and then blood work or lab work. And again, if it's not deemed an urgent need by your own provider, then we're asking you to postpone it until we believe it'll be safer to accommodate those orders. So the best thing to do is to actually call the provider that may have ordered some of these tests and determine if it's safe for you to postpone them or not. If it's not, we still proceed with performing them. But if it is, then we keep you at home and in a safer environment so that you're not exposed to the virus. And the hospital is really managing supplies and and resources at this point. What about human resources? Are you guys looking for more healthcare workers at this time? We are taking a look at all of our options. And so part of emergency preparedness planning, which we have been in the middle of doing now for almost a month, we are identifying qualified people who might be willing to work for MidMichigan Health on a temporary basis if we have staff shortages occur due to the COVID-19 outbreak. So most of our communities, the largest employer of our communities is the healthcare system. And so we do expect that many of our employees will ultimately be positive for COVID-19. And so if we are short, we are looking at having additional workforce ready to still be able to take care of the needs of all of the communities. So we have put together an internal labor pool who can work across our system. MidMichigan Health actually has six hospitals and seven medical centers. So we know where all of those employees are. So for instance, if we need help in Midland and Alpena is not seeing a lot of COVID patients and some of their employees can come down and help us, we would consider that part of our internal labor pool that we can move around as needed. But we are also reaching out to external candidates 
and we actually have the ability to go online and fill out a form if you have interest in doing so. And so especially if there are retired or former healthcare workers, especially if they have clinical credentials and licenses that are up to date, we are hoping to draw from them in our surrounding communities to use as an external pool. So if and when we need more help, we'll look at our internal pool first and then go to the external next. By the way, I want to point out that there is an online form for folks who are interested in, in applying for those reserves positions, and it's at midmichigan.org slash jobs slash COVID hyphen 19. I'll repeat that at the end of this podcast. How are you folks doing on supplies? Well, MidMichigan Health, like all of the rest of the health systems across the country, have actually been put on an allocation of receiving the critical PPE supplies that we need from our distributors. And PPE is personal protective equipment that we need when we're taking care of a patient that is under investigation for being COVID positive or is known COVID. And so to ensure that we don't over order and put other systems in short of needed supplies, we're allocated a certain amount. And this process started several weeks ago in anticipation of the pandemic spread across the country. We know that the denser populated areas, especially in Michigan, it would be that Detroit area right now, they have a higher percentage of COVID positive patients right now and they're requiring a larger proportionate share of the PPE. So we are abiding by the allotments that we're receiving from the federal and the state to help control that flow. But overall, right now, we are okay. We, we have the capacity to take care of patients. We have the equipment to take care of the patients. And again, because things are changing on a daily basis, we're monitoring that as we move forward. You mentioned the multiple facilities from Midland North to really the Mackinac Bridge. Are you folks in contact with all those locations and, in fact, other care providers in the region to share beds if necessary? Yes, that's a a great question. So within MidMichigan Health, we have hospitals in Midland, Gratiot, Clare, Gladwin, West Branch, and Alpena. And as part of our incident command process, Ours is a system incident command. So representatives and leadership from each one of those hospitals meets every day at eight in the morning to discuss the situation and to help each other with resources as needed. In addition to that, in the Great Lakes Bay region, our CEOs and our CMOs, the chief medical officers like myself, are meeting daily again, to discuss what's going on in the Great Lakes Bay area. And we are willing to not only share policies and protocol and information, but are willing to help each other out if and when needed. Are you using the malaria drug for COVID-19? Well, we do have one of the malaria drugs in our pharmacies. That's hydroxychloroquine. And currently it is available if We need to use it for any of our hospitalized patients, and there is actually a clinical sub-team working right now, physicians and pharmacists, working on reviewing the medical evidence and the protocols that are out there, and we're drafting guidelines to use these therapies, if appropriate, when needed. You hear a lot of people talk about not only the fear of lack of 
masks and gloves, but also things like ventilators. Does MidMichigan Health have the right equipment to treat a patient with COVID-19? Again, currently we have everything that we need to treat COVID-19 patients. We are concerned about some of the supplies. Ventilators right now we're fine with, but some of the N95 respirators, especially the small size, we're a little shorter on in supplies, as well as the protective gowns. Again, we have enough for the next few days, hoping to have more shipments come in. But even though today we're fine, there are concerns that if there is a surge that's quicker than expected or quicker than we get supplies, that we could be short of some of those things. But today, currently, we're okay. This is not the first time MidMichigan has had to deal with outbreaks of nasty stuff like SARS and Ebola. How is your response different this time to some of the big disease outbreaks we've seen in the past? You know, it's interesting because we have dealt with flu outbreaks in the past and SARS. We did have emergency preparedness training for smallpox and monkeypox and Ebola. And every time we go through this, it helps us to develop better systems, better processes, better policies to be able to handle these. I think what makes COVID-19 different is because it's new. We don't really know how the virus is going to act. We really don't know how it's going to respond to any of the other types of antiviral treatments that have been used for other viruses in the past. And it is very interesting because even the recommendations coming out from the CDC and some of uh, our other institutions like the World Health Organization, as we're learning more and more about the virus as it traverses the world, we're changing recommendations almost on a daily basis. And so I think what's different is that we have to stay up on what others are learning and learn from that and then transpose that to taking care of our own patients. Are you getting enough testing kits? We are currently following the testing criteria that has been recommended by the State Department of Health. And this is one of those things that's changing almost on a daily basis. So the last set of criteria was put out on March the 25th. And it was in an effort to try to preserve some of the testing supplies and the capacity for the state to be able to run those tests. So we are abiding by those guidelines right now. And the five groups of patients that we are testing are hospitalized patients that have suspicion for COVID, healthcare facility workers with symptoms, patients in long-term care facilities with symptoms, patients over 65 with symptoms, patients with underlying conditions with symptoms, and then first responders with symptoms. And again, this is an effort to conserve resources and take care of the ones that are at highest risk for actually having the disease. I've been in the house for 14 days, but I have people reporting that you guys have a tent outside the emergency department at MidMichigan Health. What's that for? That tent was put up as part of our emergency preparedness protocol, and we had been seeing an increase in the volume of our community members that were seeking COVID-19 testing and direction. And so just as other hospitals across the nation have 
started to do, we began setting those tents up outside of our emergency departments, and that took place on March the 12th. And the biggest reason for putting those up is that it was a way for us to protect the rest of our current patient population in the hospital and staff to potential COVID-19. And it made it safer, more convenient, and actually more efficient to set up a testing process through the tents. Sure. Does that mean I can just drive in or walk up to get tested? No, we're actually asking everyone who is concerned that they need to be tested to call us first. So we're recommending call your primary care provider. If you don't have one or they're not available, you can call any one of our urgent care centers or the emergency room departments. And then what we are trying to do is prevent you from coming in needlessly if you don't really need to. So we screen you over the phone with the questions of, do you have symptoms? Have you traveled? Have you been exposed to somebody with COVID-19? And then based on those questions, we determine whether you need to actually come in to be tested. And then if you do, you come up to the tent and we have a team that will do the testing. And are there additional testing sites beside MidMichigan Health's main campus? We have tents or the ability to screen patients at every one of the emergency departments within our system. And then we also have drive-through tents. And that's a more recent thing that we've implemented over the last couple of weeks. And the drive-through tent first was erected in Midlands Urgent Care. And we actually now have those in Alma, Alpena, and Clare as well, and West Branch. But it's important that you are screened before you go in for one of these tests. Am I correct? Is that where virtual health clinics come into play? That's correct. So you can't just drive up to the tent in the urgent care location. Those are appointments that are scheduled after being triaged by primary care providers. And we are doing the majority of that triage through what we're calling our telehub or our virtual health clinic. And it's at the virtual health clinic where from home you can call in and see and converse with a provider and they can screen you and then determine whether you need to be tested. And if you do, you will then get the appointment to go through the drive through tent. And when you come up to those tents, you stay in your car, roll down your window, you'll be met by a team that's prepared to be able to test you while protecting themselves. So they put on their PPE, that personal protective equipment, and then do the swabs through the window of your car. Are you folks accepting donations of those homemade masks? We are accepting donations, and we have a website address for that as well. We're taking any unused uh, personal protective equipment that you have and masks, including hand-sewn masks. Oh, one of the benefits of telecommuting. Can you hear the dog yeah. in the background? I can. That's great. I wish I were at home. You'd, you'd hear my cat. <laughs> so uh, I'll let my mom know that you're taking the masks because she's working on them right now. What oh, general awesome. reminders you want to share with the community from MidMichigan Health's perspective? You know, the most important thing that I would say is that the best way to prevent ourselves from getting COVID-19 is to not be exposed to the virus. 
So it really is important to practice social distancing and to do the hand hygiene that we're all recommending. And if anyone has symptoms or concerns that they may have COVID-19 before they go to a clinic or before they go to the hospital, they should call us. Call your primary care provider. Again, if you don't have one, you can call our urgent care centers. You can call the ED, and they will give you good advice as to whether or not you need to be tested. And I think social distancing can't be overemphasized enough because if you do have to be out and in contact with people at the grocery store or to get gas or whatever you need to do right now, if you can stay six feet away from other people, the chance that you're going to come into contact with that virus is going to be diminished tremendously. It really is going to take an effort from all of us to be able to flatten that curve. So if only some of us are practicing social distancing and hand hygiene, that's not enough. It really needs to be all of us if we really want to flatten this curve. That is MidMichigan Health Senior Vice President and Chief Medical Officer, Dr. Lydia Watson. As always, if you have health concerns, the best place to start is your primary care provider. If you need help finding a primary care provider, you can go to midmichigan.org slash doctors. And if you're a former or current healthcare worker with up-to-date clinical credentials or licenses or need more information about possible jobs available now at MidMichigan Health due to COVID-19, you can go to midmichigan.org slash jobs slash COVID hyphen 19. MidMichigan has some great resources available for you online if you have more questions. Go to midmichigan.org slash COVID-19 for more details. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. Check back again soon for more episodes of Health Dose.